Welcome back. You know what time it is. It's not 12.04 technically, but it is right now. Podcast is back. My boy is back. We have two new special guests with us. Oh, a yeah. lot has been going on. A lot has been going on. And, and trust me, we'll try to get around to all of it. First and foremost, Dre says. What's going on? Uh, What's going on? Episode two is out today. Yes, right? yes, yes. Uh, at 10 a.m. this morning, it dropped. Yes, sir. And it was, when I tell you that it's probably the, one of the most intense podcasts that I've seen this year, it is, bro. Like, bro, and the crazy part about was it, it was, it was only 20, with the beginning and ending credits, it was 24 minutes. So we'll say 20 minutes. I paused yeah. it three times. I had Facts. to get up. <laughs> yeah, it was really. Go look really... out the window like I wasn't about to cry. <laughs> high intensity, high no. high emotional level. Like it was, it was really, really good. You, you know? knowing me, imagine me recording that, like trying to hold all that. In. Like I was fighting yeah. it. I went back and watched it and saw my lip quivering. Like I was holding it back yeah. for so long, and it just got to the point where I was like, forget it. Like times are calling for it, man. Right. That real, that raw motion. Right. You know. Right. So this is now episode nine of the twelve o four podcast. Yes. I got one more episode to my season finale. And um, I'm very gracious, very grateful to to still be here, still doing this with all these chaotic things going on in the world. And with no further ado, uh, across from me, I got my boy Victor Gomez. Now, Vic, me and Vic go back to, I was probably around maybe 20, 19 years old, and Vic was the man when it came to clothes, when it came to fashion. Like, there was 2006. A, there was a period of time that... A lot of people were just walking around wearing G Ink. Like I used to see it, and I used to be like, "Oh man, I'm with That's the real. shit." You know what I mean? I'm that with the real. shit. You know? Uh, to the right or left of him, I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Justin Arnold, <laughs> hey, one of the prolific life coaches Damn. of in the city of Rochester. You know, Thanks, man. Appreciate uh, it. puts together <clears throat> plans and more, more of the psychological aspect of being healthy, being in shape. You know, all those good things, and um. Yeah, we met um, by chance again on Instagram. Instagram has introduced me to so many great people. You know, I love using social media like that. And um, yeah, we linked. Uh, he owns Flex MP Gym downtown. Yes. If I'm, if I'm correct. East yes. Maine. Not too far from here. Not too yeah. far from here. Right around the corner. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's what they're about. By all means, introduce yourselves, you guys. I talk a lot, but please introduce yourself, Vic. Yeah. My name's Victor Gomez. Um what else? What else am I supposed to say? I mean, <laughs> are you kidding me? Tell the people, tell the people you know who what? you are, what you're I'm about, say, and why a, you're about. I'm it. just saying, you know, I'm just a guy. Of Rochester, New York, does not know what to say about. He's obviously himself. humble. Nah, For real, so, seriously. Yeah. So no, um, I own a salon. You know, I I I did a lot of things before that to get there. You know, I've owned a clothing store. Uh, I I started off uh, owning a, a cleaning service. Okay. About Where I cleaned like high end lofts downtown when they became like a thing. And then I branched off and I was like, I don't really want to do that actually. So um, I, I started um, selling phones and, and I jumped into corporate America and I was like hard and I was like really selling cell phones, making $10,000. Um, just because that's when Nextel was big and you were across the hall from us actually. Um, but so, you know, to, to get right to it, I ended up getting fired. I was the head of security at a a nightclub downtown, ended up getting fired. You know, at that time I was always a victim. So, you know, I went crying to my dad. I don't know what I'm going to do. And he's like, do you have a plan? I said, yeah. So I, I, he gave me a, a couple 
dollars and he helped me open that clothing store. And since then, I really just, you know, haven't looked back. I ended up closing it. Me and my friend Tyler did a printing business, ended up closing it. Uh, I did a tattoo magazine called Subculture. Shout out to Subculture. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> an amazing experience. Yeah, ended yeah. up, you know, it, it, you, know you, don't, you don't make a lot of money doing that. It's a thankless job, but it was amazing. And I met a ton of people. Again, that's all what all these businesses the art did of for it, me. my friend. Yeah, and, and I ended up figuring out that my network you know, was strong and that it didn't matter, didn't, didn't matter what I did. Um, I just so happened to, when the, when the, um, uh, tattoo magazine went away, I had to swallow my pride. Um, I didn't have a lot going on and my friend Missy, shout out to Missy Green. Uh, she had a salon and she's like, you know, I'm either going to close it or you can take over. So it was, you know, a plan for me to just have a business and not have to close it. Right. right. Absolutely. Um, so it's been almost five years now. Uh, that's rock and roll. I don't do hair. I just it is a it is a, a business in itself. It's a lot of work just to run a business. Mm-hmm. Um, other people's lives are in your hands. You got to act different. So and it like provides opportunities to to those around you. It allows you to yeah, do man. things that right. can pro- pro- provide right. opportunities to then other people. Correct. One quick funny moment about the subculture magazine. So that was the name of the magazine, uh, the tattoo magazine. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be able to be a writer on that in the fashion and, and electronic area. I you wish got a I shit knew. ton of credits, boy. I <laughs> wish I knew. I wish I knew you were going to be here. You got a shit ton of crazy part about it is, is I have not one tattoo on my body. Wow. It matter. Wow. It didn't matter, though. But this is, but this is where... I was trying to That's one of those things. On. Exactly. This is where when the people you know and the people that, that believe in you and what you do yeah. will help you and put you on. Because Victor believed in me before anybody else did. He was the first person to carry my clothing in his store. Yeah. So to have someone like that in your corner, even though you don't miss yourself in that that area, like tattooing, like now I do. All my friends are tattoo artists. Tons of my friends have them. I love the art of it. I just don't have any. But he didn't know that back then. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And for him to put his faith in me is, is amazing. That's why I was like, how do you not know what to say about yourself? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's put a lot of people on in this city just from the ventures that he's gone into and they've been able to venture out. That's awesome. More. Facts. Next man up. Yeah, I'm Justin. Uh, yeah, it's a health and wellness guy. I, I own a gym, but I literally just help people through a psychological aspect of health and wellness, you know, whether it be movement, whether it be nutrition, whether it be supplementation. I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, prior to this, since he gave a little backstory, uh, is uh, I, for those that don't know, I'm married to Alexis Arnold, uh, the news anchor at 13, and that's what brought us here. But I was for a little bit, I was a weekend weather anchor, so that's that's how we oh, went. Wow. I did a little wow. bit. Wow! Yeah. I knew this guy looked familiar. Mind blown emoji. You mind blown trying emoji. to figure shit out. You wow. can find some stuff on YouTube. I do have a YouTube channel, which is now all dedicated to fitness, but some that's old great. videos. You are super weather. humble, bro. <laughs> we had a full. We 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 vibed and had a couple of conversations. You never brought this up. You I said I had a podcast. good. I thought I had a I good story, it. dude. Well, when I met you, like I just thought you were a cool dude, and I want to hear your story. I dig it. You know, it's. But yeah, <laughs> I, I like you. I bounced around too. Like, Why couldn't it's you funny put me you over there? <laughs> no, it's it's funny you brought this guy on because it's like that was me. Like I went to college. I didn't want to. My first uh, passion was to be a famous rock drummer. I had scholarships to play and wow. I realized it was going to be harder than I thought. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, right. So I still played. Uh, I still play. My son's playing now. But then I got into like PR marketing and I thought I wanted to do that. And then I just started managing businesses, restaurants, right. supplement stores, started dabbling at like Gold's Gym. But uh, then I met my wife because I moved back home to help my parents. Uh, we were going through cancer. And then finally it, it was her that was like. I love my wife, man. It was like her. She was like, 
you should just make a career out of this. Quit doing all these different side jobs. Like when I moved here, I was at the Y training, working, but right. I was also working at the jail. I was yep. doing this. I was working at CVS. She's like, stop. <laughs> so she, I stopped and then boom, just it's taken off ever since. I have a gym. Because that's what you were supposed to be doing. Now. I know. Incredible. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. Sometimes it's that face, full so. circle thing. You yeah. Know what I mean? Again, I just help people like like I, I feel grateful to be even paid for what I do, but I literally just help people live a better, healthier life. Like the, it's as simple as that. And I guide people and personalize it to them because every one of us is unique. Absolutely. Way, so yeah. true is told. And um, to now get into what's going on in the world around us. Right. And I'm not going to get too much into politics. I mean, feel free to comment on whatever it is you'd like to comment on. I'm not really into the donkey and what is it, the yeah. elephant kind of yeah. thing the blue and red i really don't like um <laughs> i'm a people guy i'm about the people for the people i feel like um i feel like we've reached a point in our society right where a line's being drawn now feel free to give me your your take on it after i kind of get through my spiel right but I feel like a line is kind of like being drawn now on where it is you stand on certain issues that were kind of just like up in the air for for a lot of the time. Right. Um, me being a, a person of color, like I've had my own experiences with like law enforcement and stuff like that. But I was usually the one like harassing them. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had they used to have to like chase me around like I was, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I never really had an issue with like them not doing their job right i respect people who get up and go do jobs like that that is just it's completely thankless these are underpaid people who have to go out and and deal with the most the most the most the most and i like to get that thought first across before i then get into how wrong it is the abuse of power yeah. that has now come to you know this light so so to touch on that really quickly, because I used to feel that way, I'll be honest with you. I really did, because I have a cousin in Buffalo who's a cop. Um, I have some really good friends here in Rochester who are police. Um, but then I realized that it's not about them. It's not about those cops. That's not the cops I'm worried about. Like, right. I contacted one of them the last Saturday when everything was starting to go down in Rochester. I contacted one of them. I said, yo, have a safe night tonight, because I know he works overnights. He, I said... Watch out, it's getting crazy out there. Shake my head, SMH. Yeah. He replied back to me, don't shake your head, Dre. I said, what are you talking about? He said, you said it earlier. How many times can you get punched in your face every day when you walk out the door? He was like, I'll be fine. He's like, don't worry about me. And I'm like, for, for an officer of the law that has been that, exactly that, an officer of the law, not someone abusing the law, not somebody that feels they're above the law, an officer of the law, to tell me that, like, he feels that all this is justified. I had to rethink everything I had thought about this. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, I get what you're saying. There's a ton of cops out there that are busting their ass and they're not making enough money to do the jobs that they're doing. But unfortunately, they're part of a bigger group who's fucking up. Absolutely. So like, it's, no question. It's hard to have any sympathy for the, for the lot of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's just my theory on it. I don't know. Now, now here's a question I have for you both and you can, you can kind of swap out, you know, who goes first with, with the answers. I, White privilege has existed long before the term has now been like in the forefront of everybody's like, well, no, white privilege is this new thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's not a new thing like at all, not you know, all. but your opinion on 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 the white privilege thing, how it makes you feel. Right. 
I I want to know like whether or not is, is there some kind of like a, a guilt thing that you then associate yourself to just because you are of the same race, even though you don't have the same views or you may not be aligned with the Black Lives Matter or the All Lives Matter movement. You know what I mean? But how does that genuinely make you feel now that this is like this huge thing that people are talking about? Sir. Man, uh, where do I want to go with this? There's so many different places. Like, do I, yeah, it's been around. I mean, I've, I've taken advantage of it. Like when I was a teenager, I, you know, you know, there were times I committed and got away with things in front of a cop. I, I was aware of it, you know, and then, so, so I know it exists, you know, and then as far as what is our place in it? I think as far as feeling guilty, you know, for those that still didn't hear earlier, I'm married to a black woman. That's Alexis Arnold. I think that's funny because whenever I tell somebody that I'm married to somebody in the news or Alexis Arnold, like, oh, I watch news all the time. I was like, oh, her name's Alexis Arnold. Oh, I don't watch it that much. Right. <laughs> or they're like, oh, wow. instead of, oh. Right. right. So like I experienced those little subtle things. So, and as far as I think it's, as far as feeling bad, I, I don't know. I, I don't, feel bad i think it's our place i read a um a book and if anybody has not ever read any kind of book on race like i still even married for been with my wife for 13 years married 10 i still think i have a lot to learn mm. tons i learned something the other night on tuesday and we'll talk about that later but like like you know um uh it, even the book in these books talk about like it's our place because this is the problem we created you know mm-hmm like we're, you still see people trying to put it on black people. Right. Like you, y'all didn't create this. We created this. So it's got to take us. It's got to take us. It's got to take a ton of us doing a lot of things daily, you know, regularly consistency. It can't just be the cool thing right now. Like we were talking about outside, like it's got to be a bunch of people doing a lot of little things for the rest of their life. That's a, I'm glad you brought that up. And, and Vic, we're definitely going to get, get to you. Right. But like, that's, what's kind of like, we were talking about this outside. Okay, where do you go from here, though? Okay, we're here. <laughs> These things are out there. There's donations pouring in. Mm-hmm. Right. There's what's going on. What happened with, with George Floyd? Rest in peace. There's there's so much going on now, right? And with trends, things kind of like fizzle away, nah, right? We can't let this we, one. We, no. and, and, and you guys were saying it. You guys said it first. You cannot, you cannot let this die down. You have to keep this same energy right? as the saying goes. You have to keep the same energy. People have to wake up in the morning and, and it may not be the first thing that comes into their minds, but you then have to remind yourself, okay, this is the, this is the new way of doing things. Things aren't like that anymore. Like we need to constantly, we need to be on these people, whether it's reform, legislation. I don't know where it is we go from here. As far as like laws are concerned and what real change is then going to come from this. So you with, know? with right. the with the privilege topic, um, especially when it comes to like white privilege, because don't get it fooled, there's there's a certain amount of privilege on our end too. That yeah, like there's certain, definitely some black of privilege. Us, some of us me? definitely have that. Absolutely. Myself included. But <laughs> so when I when I talk about it and I tell people it's like the thing that we have to remember, especially my my Caucasian friends that hit me up, like, yeah, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do, Dre? And sometimes it gets tiresome. I'm like, bro, I'm not everybody. I can't answer this for all of my friends that are white. You know what I mean? Right. But the number one thing I always tell them is use your privilege to an advantage. Yes. Right. Use your privilege yes. as an advantage to get to the point where you need to be. Just like I do 
when it when it's for you guys, like when it's for my white friends, when we go to an area where they don't feel comfortable, and I'm like, yo, but my people's out here, so we straight. Like, you know what I mean? Or when I go somewhere and someone knows me already, so I don't get those weird stares, like, is he gonna steal something from here? Right. I let them, I let it be known who I'm with. You know what I mean? Right. So like in any form of privilege that you have in this United States at this moment needs to be used for this Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, and that, that's what I was saying. Like we have a, the book I was talking about earlier was White Fragility. If you guys, if nobody's read that, I think everybody should read that and like take an open eye to, have you guys heard that book? No. I'm, White I'm Fragility. Not, yeah, no. I read it a two, two years. Ah, it doesn't matter. I read it and it's actually, uh, I believe, yeah, a white woman who co-wrote it who goes and does diversity training, but you can read more about that. The point is, is like, she talks about this. Like there's a chapter in there, like when white women cry. And I'm sure you guys have heard that statement. Mm -hmm. It's just, I'm not going to go down the book, read it. It's just a great book, but it talks about like it. She talked over and over again. It's going to take the white privilege or the white people to make a huge change in it, but it's going to take consistency. Like, you know, my wife and I were talking about this the other day, like, you know, this is great. It's popular. Cool. Make a social media post. Keep doing that. Keep it in the forefront. But it's just like simple things like I like I tell my clients like or or I tell my kids like something I remind my kids every single day, every single day to ingrain it in their subconscious is I tell them you choose your attitude every single day. Just like yeah. this, you got to choose to make a choice to do the right thing every single day. If you see somebody saying something, you know, like I don't have time for that. I don't have energy. You step in. Right. You step in and you do something. And is it exhausting? Fuck yeah, it's exhausting. And for those people, I'm a man of faith, but like it's exhausting. But you guys are exhausting because you have to live this from the day you're born to the day that you die. Right. We're white. We don't have to live it every day. We have to choose to live it. And we have to be in the forefront and stand in front of it Correct. and do it for the rest of our freaking life. Right. Every day. Those are facts. But we can make positives out of it. And we're seeing some of those. But we have to continue with it. We got to continue with momentum. It's just like in fitness, you know, the peaks and valleys in health. Always bring back (laughs) to that. It's like we go up and go down. But if you want consistent gains or weight losses, you got to consistently just do the dailies one day at a time. One step, one small step. People are looking for fireworks. It's got to take a lot of people doing a lot of little things to create right. a big change. That's my perspective. And consistency. Consistency. Now, I, I keep track. You're one of my favorite follows, Vic, on Instagram. And I got about maybe know. seven of them that I actually like legit. I pay attention to and I watch right. and Wait, I am I, not, am I on people, that seven list? Come on, you see me pop up. <laughs> you see me pop up in your views, boy. <laughs> so and and I I always appreciate uh, the the captures, you know, the stills. Uh-huh. Like your stills are always yeah. magazine esque, and of course you would have for me, you know, magazine guy. Like it's a way of life. Yeah. Uh, I don't care if I'm making a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Yo, it's got to be the most golden. Yeah. 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 I got to cut it. In a yeah. tr- you know, sideways. There's always an aesthetic. To to every, and let that cheese melt. I might, Man, you're I might go on Instagram <laughs> and take a picture of it. But like everything, you know, I just, I, I don't want to slack in any way. Right. right. Um, I have changed a whole lot, you know, in the past few years. And he can attest to that. 100%. Um, so for me, I use my page, my views, my eyes that, that are on me differently now. I don't post. I used to, I had to post three times a day. I had to put up three <laughs> pictures. One of them had to be a quote. Like it was right. so, I was so wrapped up in it. And then I just got a little bit more, a lot more private. Yeah. Um, I don't post a lot, but I just post a lot of pictures and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? But. We're both cat dads too. You know, yeah, cat daddies. <laughs> so, but to get back to to um your your yeah, question, how is this all making you feel, bro? 
Sorry, I got a little. It's heavy. <laughs> you stole my Sorry, shine. Um, no. So for me, um, I I was blessed at a young age to be wiped of that, one hundred percent. My white guilt comes from other white people, and not how I feel. All right. Um, you know, uh, coming from a broken home. You know, my mom was working, going to school. I had to go over to my friend's house. Um, I ended up living there for a few years just because I was there so much. Um, they lived on Dorbeth off of Conkey. Uh, I tried that slick, that slick shit uh, a couple times when I was younger. But I, even then, it's only because I heard it from family members who should be ashamed of themselves because they're Cuban off the boat. So, like... For me, it was very confusing to hear it and then use it and then get punched in the fucking mouth. And none of my friends helped me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is bad. You can't say that shit. And then growing up in there and in, in, in the hood at the time, being one of two or three white kids in that entire neighborhood back in the, in the late 80s, that was some scary shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, if there was any in me from what I learned... It was gone quick. Um, that was my family. Those are my brothers. They continue to be. Um, so I, I I feel as though, and, and they were always with me through sports or through something else, and we'd go to Philadelphia, racism, anywhere we go. That We went to a Christian school, my man. Yeah. We were on the city bus. It was two of them. One went that way, and one went that way, and that was the city. you know. And it was different there, too. And I'm not going to get crazy about it. It's just it was different there, and I saw it. I I I I view this thing now from through different eyes. Um, I I just feel like uh, it's it's a lot of ignorance going on. Um, it's a lot of misinformed people. Um, half of these people are this way because they're afraid of something they don't know. And I feel like if you just spent more time. Um, getting to know the people you fear um, or experiencing a little bit of, um, I don't know, I don't know, just experiencing something, be there for them or, or hear a story or, or, or completely understand and be mm. empathetic to a situation that they've been through. But a lot of people are just spiteful. Um, I didn't want to like say it because I, I don't want to acknowledge that social media is a part of my life yet. <laughs> but see, and I don't want to sit there and people announce when they, oh, I've unfollowed 12 people. Like for me, dude, I do that shit silently. Silent. Now yeah, you see yeah. me. Now you don't. Now you don't. Facts. Yeah. Don't ask way. me why. Yeah. There's a reason why, yeah. you know, and, and he was saying that, you know, he's that, that that's, you know, people are getting deleted and people are, you know, and, and social media stuff that for me, I'm like, I don't even remember accepting you. I don't know you. <laughs> what you say is not going to make me feel emotional. Uh, moving on. Yeah. You know, I don't pay attention to it. I don't get, I don't get too political. 
Um, cause I'll politically, you know, I'm not a political dude. I'll get yeah, smashed I'm, if I talk about not, politics, yeah. but ask me how certain things make me feel and I'll show you. Yeah. And there's the, there's you know? where everybody has to kind of this bring themselves there. Right. This is, this is going to be more about self-evaluation right. than trying to fix a right. whole race. <laughs> I don't accept it. And when I've made mistakes or I've, I've said something that I didn't even know or feel, cause obviously I'm not. Uh, uh, a racist person, right. but I just said something that that didn't sit right with somebody, and and he called me and told me you got to delete that shit, bro. You know that that's upsetting. That's some racist shit right there. And yeah. I just was like, I I immediately was like, oh, like I, my dad just called me, and I felt like I, I was in trouble. Like I felt like holy shit, who else saw that? I don't like that's I don't want anyone to ever think that shit about me. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never get that feeling around me. Everyone's accepted with my clothing line. With my ta- with my tattoo magazine, with anything business that I really was out there with, models that I chose, the friends that I had, the parties that I threw, there is no dress code. Don't stop anyone at that Facts. door from coming in here. If you have yeah, a problem with that. someone, come get that. me, because they're probably my friend or my brother. Facts. You know what I mean? That's how I operated my shit, and okay. that's what people should know and think you know, about me. And so I don't really get it a lot. People tell me jokes. I'm that guy that won't laugh at it. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you that shit made me mad. I'm just not going to laugh because eventually my silence is going to speak for itself. And and when 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 Victor yes. says he's come a long way, he's telling the whole truth. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, as, man. as far as being an ally, as far as being besides the fact that Victor is is half Cuban, so like that's whatever. It is what it is. Just like when people come to me about Emilio, and I'm like, yeah, but he's half Venezuelan. <laughs> so like, I don't know where y'all come in with this from, but like everybody be like, yeah, but he has that white privilege, and I'm okay. I'll leave it alone. Yeah, but still, you know, exactly. But I've watched, I've watched cops interact with him in a certain way until they get his ID. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I've seen that interaction with him. But you were also there when I got beat down by four of them. Exactly. So when people talk to me about it, and when he starts to talk about it, and he doesn't bring that up. To me, it kind of enrages me. I'm like, because you've you've had your ass whooped before Yo, by them. Honest, honestly, like, you know I mean? and, like, and 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 probably at the time, I might have been. I might have been at my most. I was a very angry person, right? Um, and I might have been out of control. And I might have been out of control every week for, bro. So for a so year. Easily. So, but still, um, they showed me. Right. Instead of just arresting me or, you know, or anything or they, you know, I got jumped on, too. And that was a horrible feeling for me. And I went home and I cried. I I just I didn't I I I I didn't get it, you know, and then I got it. Then I got it. Right. Then I got it. Then for me, 2007, I was celebrating one year being open for G Inc. I called my cop buddy. I jokingly said, oh, I might need you later. Right. He's the one that dropped me off after all that shit happened. I needed him. I didn't even know about, you know, about how. But that just showed me, and it still didn't stop me. You know, I kept going. I kept embarrassing myself. I kept embarrassing my friends, and I kept, but I kept succeeding. So if you want to call that privilege, if that's my privilege, right, right, you know, they still threaten to take it away. But I always open another business. I had a salon before, right. I, I you know, I just, I, I am blessed. And I, and I don't I don't put um, being Hisp- half Hispanic or growing up in a black household mostly and um, having more black friends than white friends. I don't call any of that's just to me. That's my life, dude. 
(laughs) I'm not trying to be something I'm not. This is me, you know? So I always, um, man, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in, to be honest. And I don't, you know, the, the pressure that's on people to kind of like change overnight and change. Yeah. That's not going to happen though. That they've had. Don't put that much pressure on yourself. Right. Allow yourself. Right. Right. To be educated, yeah. right. <laughs> Allow yourself to be courageous, right. <laughs> to be brave. And I see a lot of that happening things, right now. You know, yeah. I see a so lot of that. You got to believe in it too, you right? Know? You got to believe in the change. And I'll uh, give a little story here. Like, I didn't know if I believed it, like in it, but when we had our first daughter, um, just to give you a little background, my 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 parents come across accepting. My grandparents definitely not. I could go on a whole podcast on its own about that, but like when my first daughter was born, let's get back to that. My grandma wouldn't even come to the hospital. Wow. My grandma wouldn't even come to the hospital. And I had to listen to months prior to that baby being born, an hour long lecture that I just had to take. And my dad knew it was going to come. My dad's, my dad, my dad was, is totally supportive of our relationship, but he's like, I just want you to do this for her. And I had to take like how we don't serve, we didn't serve these kind in my restaurant in my day. There's these people, those kind. She never used the N word, but I still like, I was fired okay. up. Sometimes you don't fueled. have to. Sometimes the shit you so, say comes out that way. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So she wouldn't come. And I was like, you know, I want to be angry. It's like, well, she, I, here's what I said. I'd rather people, one thing about this, I'd rather people know where they stand. And Correct. we know where people stand. I don't, my wife has said that over and over. I'd rather know where people stand instead of hiding behind the covers. Yep. And if you didn't you know? know before, you're starting to learn now. You know yeah. now. You're learning you know. now the hard way. You know now. And I just want the people that are, are all woke this week. Right. This week. To stay there. Stay that way. Because for a lot of people, That's like I said about. right before this, I see a lot of that right now. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I also know it'll take a week. Oh, yeah. And, and I won't see off. another post like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'm not trying to guilt anyone, but yo, keep it. Keep nah, it all, keep that it way all the way. This all the time, time then. this time has to be different. Yeah, this cannot. History cannot repeat itself after this. No, There's and like no you way. said, you'd be just be lucky that we're just looking to be equal and and, and right that we're not looking to uh, get revenge because you you probably not be able to handle that it. way. Nope. The um, <laughs> I was just gonna <laughs> say worst? my grandmother. Sorry, yeah, like basically a year before she died, she apologized for all that. Yeah. And sent us a bunch of so stuff. There's so there's still hope. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. That's what I'm she saying. was 96 years old. Right. There's still hope. As, as long as you are open, up. you open your heart. And I know that sounds corny. I don't care if Fuck I sound that. like a bitch. Fight me when you see Come me. On, I'm man. around. Right. <laughs> I'm 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 so more sensitive to all of this. Yeah. And I'm I'm totally okay with it, man. Like seeing some of these pictures, seeing some of these videos that are coming out. If it's not touching you and if it's not it, making you dig 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 so deep that you find something some way that right. you can push towards po- right. positive change like i don't even we have no business knowing each other we have no business associating people, that's why they like challenge that. it it touches them and they can't handle that it, they're feeling something so they get the other way like you know i'm talking right. about racist people like, so, like right. a- so, assholes <laughs> so people tend to get to the point where like i used to say it when i was younger i'm fine until you see me shed a tear then i am thoroughly upset And when people get to that point, they make the decision. Either they're going to go that way and be thoroughly upset about it, or they're going to come along and try to help you fight. And the people that get thoroughly upset because you're trying to make a change in something that is cushiony for them are the people that are are the ones that we have to try to either change their opinion or move them the fuck out the way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Pretty much. It's 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 just a crazy bro. It's it's so crazy because it's dividing people and it shouldn't be. Well, like people are trying to compare like differentiate between protests and then looters and then and and, and that's where things got super heated with people and like they kept right. bringing up like trying to make it one and the same and and. And it's it, not in like, well, there was some anger and like we could all say that violence is bad and whatever else. It wasn't until, you know, when I was talking to you like that Tuesday night with my wife and like, like, obviously I was upset and feeling, but like people kept reaching out to us like last, let's see, what was like Thursday before the Saturday? Okay, uh, yeah, like what yeah. is that? Uh, so like last week, last yep. Thursday, get my days confused, probably like a lot of people during quarantine, but right. Um, People were reaching out. How are you guys doing? How's everything feeling? And I th think it really hadn't hit because I'm busy trying to maintain, run a business, sustain business since my gym's been closed. My wife's like news story after news story and like so much coming at her. Right. Just to give you a little background. My wife's been attacked since COVID because COVID wasn't real, you know? So she's, right. been, she's been sectioned out and been attacked since then. A little background. She's been the toughest person I've ever seen in my life. And black women will do that. She's freaking awesome. <laughs> she's so tough. We actually, but this opened us <laughs> up. This has grown our relationship. But, um, so finally, Tuesday, this is where I had the emotional come. Tuesday, I thought I was done with this, but Tuesday, I get a text. I'm downstairs. Normally, my phone's shut off by 8.30 because I'm in like Zen mode, but I had it shut off, but I just happened to look at it. It's like, that's where I look at. The God must have told me to look at my phone. She's like, come here, please, now. So I go upstairs, and she's just lost it. I've never seen her this way in the 13 years I've never, I've never seen her this way. I couldn't even call it crying. She was like, <laughs> it was scary. She was like hyperventilating, she couldn't breathe. And I didn't even know what to say that all I could do is just hold her. That's her husband. And that's where I felt right. anger and I wanted to fight. I wanted to. Talk Anybody that made shit. Her feel that way, right. and then that's when I was like, I get why people want to fight. Talk right. that shit. So for because until white, it hits you like that, yeah. you don't get it. For right. white privilege, that's the first time I wanted to fight. Right. So like, well, of course I'm defensive of her. Of course I'm going to protect my three children. Right. Of course, of course, of course, I get it. But that was the first time I felt I want to hurt the people that made her feel this way. I want to burn the world. Not really, but no, like, but I get no. where you're coming from. Yeah. Listen, Listen, like, but this is the thing. I got so, it. Really. So that feeling that you felt, I wish everyone could absorb in this country because yeah. in all honesty, and that's your, why your wife yeah. broke. She got to the point where she couldn't do it no more. She's been doing it for months with the COVID thing. Then, it, then you got this coming around the corner. And on top of that, she has the daily struggles, especially being who she is in this community as being an African-American woman, too, because she has eyes on her at all times. So now she has that. And not to be funny, she's married to a white man. That's going to make it even worse Dude, for we've her heard and her so community. much stuff in our right. lifetime from people we're related Bro, to, like, that, that, on both I'm sides. On both sides. Ooh, the <laughs> that I'm tired thing is a real thing. Like, it will exhaust you to yeah. the point where you break down and then the loved ones that you have. Either they're going to do one or two things. They're going to be there and they're going to support you and they're going to hold you and they're going to be upset for you or it's going to push them away. I felt her exhaustion. And that's where, like I said to you, like in what he said kind of earlier, like I don't have time. I have time to create a movement and help people along this. I don't have time to argue people on Facebook. Right. Like move on right. and like silently move mm -hmm. on, remove them. I love that you said that. I thought that was great what you said. And yep. that's kind of like what I think need people. If you've got all this fire momentum of energy, save it to do the good things. You know, you can't keep trying to convince and change people. No, minds. yeah, that yeah. the arguing back and forth shit online. That leave that to the Karens took, it, and all that. It took that my bullshit. it took my right. grandmother yeah. six years. So just right. You, you know, I uh, I didn't go. Well, ninety six years. I didn't go down there uh, at all. I watched from my friends live. 
because do I need to be no at a protest all. that is no. racially driven? No, Dre, like no. you know, that I've done a I, really good job. You, when I saw you posting videos of you watching it, I said I instantaneously was like, well, okay, good. I'm home because I was definitely if I oh, saw you down, man. I was gonna text your mom like. Yeah, uh, just give me a call if you need me to go with I you. I don't need, like, yeah, and it, I'm, that, I'm home fired up, and I'm like, see? Right. See? You know, and I, I've had my experiences like I shared before. It's just I know I knew enough to stay home at, uh, that day, and, but but stand for something from my couch, though. Bro. Everything, you know what, what side of the table I sat on just from looking at my at my stuff. Right. You know, that, I couldn't let anyone think for one second uh, what side is he on. That, know? that. Perfectly Man, ties into <laughs> how I want to how I want to wrap things up so people know exactly why it is you can take the initiative right and do your own thing your own way to support to to raise awareness. Mm -hmm. Did you go and protest? No, kind of a similar thing because like I already knew how angry I was. I know you. <laughs> I know you did. Did you? Nope. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. What did you? I'm do, all though? for the cause. I'm here right now though. Right. You showed up today. You showed up today. You showed up today. Use your and platform. Like he's you know? doing, I'm educating people on a daily. I'm handing out books. Like constantly, things we're constantly, doing. constantly. Yeah. It is a daily thing, and that's what we want to leave you guys with. That do not let today not roll over into tomorrow. Yeah, right. Stay woke. <laughs> you know, roll it I over. I hated that statement before, over, but, but I, I'm real preaching now, it now, man. Yeah. I will add, yeah. like, bring a positive moment. Like, initiate it. There's tons of things people can do. Instead of just post another article, like, hey, this is some steps you can do, or this is some things you can do. Like, Basically, use any platform you have. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. I love all of you equally, to be Thanks honest. Thanks for having us. Too, yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for having and, us. And I feel Thanks like back, we got to make it a thing to kind of chop it up and, and keep these thoughts and opinions being shared and then encourage other people who are going to see this to go you know what i got some feelings like that too wait yeah, a minute exactly. wait a minute there's you so know, much more than, than what we covered today you know? you know and um you know i support all of you guys uh your instagram give people your instagrams and how they can follow you how they can support yes oh at, at flex mp at justin arnold so on instagram yeah uh at two x vg underscore branded on instagram that's it my producer, my favorite guy, Rock Podnet on Instagram, Chris Kanye. I appreciate you for being so generous with your time. My boy Dre, let him know. At Dre says or at flydefinition.com. You know it. We at the 1204 Podcast want to keep the positivity and love getting spread. Uh, we went overtime this week, and I appreciate Chris for being cool cause. about it's it. Crazy. But it's for a good cause. Right. Um, BLM for life, and I'm not scared to say it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's 2020. It's time for change. I appreciate you guys again. All the love in the world. We yeah. will be back. This episode is dropped this Thursday at 12.04. Look out for it. I am Diacola Poppy, Ezra Ray. You can find me on Instagram. Follow us, RockPodNet. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs>